haven't really woken up oh, until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's, I'm loving it. Ooh, let's go ahead and get started with this, people. Got this, this new Candyman that's about to come out next week. Uh, everybody, Candyman, just waiting on y'all to say that fifth Candyman out there. This is where it all began. The story of Candyman. Local character, he walk around handing out candy to the neighborhood kids. One day, a couple of kids get razor blades in their candy. Police come around. That's when I saw the true face of fear. Get on your knees. Hands, hands, hands. They beat him, tortured him, killed him right there on the spot. But a couple weeks later, more razor blades and more candy. And thus, more candy man out there. Yeah, the man whose name you can say once, twice, but if you say it anymore, maybe three more times, it ain't very nice. That is the candy man out there. Just a quick aside, right? Not that it matters, but this is just something I just found out not too long ago. Uh, because this is one of my favorite actors right now, Domingo Coleman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't know he was in a, he's, he's gay and he's married. Oh, I didn't know that no, either. I didn't know. A lot of people don't know that. And I only say that because I saw him with his husband and damn, they're cute together. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think about that till right now, but I mean, yeah. he has a like, people, I know we should be talking about Candyman. Just a real quick aside. It's the most adorable thing I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's, let's start this out with something nice before we get into this dark shit over here. Of course, here. of course. This man was in, I think he was in Wal, uh, Walgreens, <laughs> a CVS. Yeah. And he ran into this real nice looking Latin dude in... They locked eyes, but the Latin dude was with a friend, and she was rushing to get to this party. In fact, they were there to buy like cookies or something because mm -hmm. they were they were late for this party. Yeah. So they locked eyes, and the Latin dude just got he just got pulled away. And so Domingo Coleman goes home, and he puts into some publication. He puts in a, a lost moments or what could have been. You know those sections and ships in the night. And oh wow! Okay. And what he and uh, oh no, I got this backwards. He had to look for a part for some piece of equipment that he had. So he's looking like a sort of Craigslist type thing. Yeah. He just happened to flip over to that section that is like a ships in the night type thing. And while he was looking for this thing for his iPod or something, he saw an ad that said, "Tall, dark, handsome men, Walgreens." <laughs> <laughs> and All they right. met each. He called him up and was like, "Oh fuck, that's you. Yes, this is me." And Happily ever after. Wow. Tell you, man, Lat Latin dudes. <laughs> yeah. Good looking guys. Good looking yeah. guys. Man. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so maybe they, Carlos, she might have a chance. Yeah, <laughs> grown Domingo if, Coleman. If, if, if Sebastian doesn't snatch you up first, it's true. Yeah. It's true, yeah, man. It's true. Yeah. I got some, I got some sweet looking Puerto Rican boys <laughs> that are dying to meet me. <laughs> <laughs> but. Anyway, man. Yeah, it was a very sweet story. Now nice. on to the dark shit and sinister <laughs> stuff right here. So, people, this Candyman is coming out. And these guys, they got mad at me, man. I said, man, you know what? Mad. This is the Candyman that we not deserve, but we need. Mm. And they said, why? And I said, black people. I said, you know, it's not like that. 
Not like that white candy man. <laughs> that little white candy man. And if you look in the mirror, you say his name five times. In cities everywhere. Candy man. They whisper his name. Right. Candy man. It's just a story. I see Chris over there like, he like, look, he's like, look, see, wait a minute, hold on. Let me, let me go back. He says, see, look, look, black. <laughs> There's one. There's one right there. I got to ask for that. Oh, they mad. Boy, they mad. They ready. They ready to say, oh, man, you ready to come in here and talk trash about that original Candyman. And, Corey, by the way, you want to talk trash about that? If, if you didn't have that Candyman, you wouldn't have this new Candyman right here. True. Well, the reason why we're discussing the old Candyman, there's many reasons. One, because... You know, we got the new Candyman coming out that's produced by Jordan Peele and the director's name. I got to give her credit, man. Nia DaCosta. Nia DaCosta, because let it be known that Jordan Peele, he was the one that got it. He got the project going, but he completely left her alone to do what right, she wanted right, to do. Right, yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing what's done with this. But the other reason why is because I thought, you know what? In addition to this being a slower week, I'll admit it to you, there's not a whole lot going on, but those days are good because this gives me a chance to go in and brush up on some old movies in anticipation for some bigger things coming out and some new versions coming out. Uh, we had a sort of, uh, we had a, a retrospective on like Suicide Squad sure. one week, <clears throat> and then we got this movie. So I said, I hadn't seen Candyman since it originally came out, the mm -hmm. 1992 one. Mm -hmm. Saw it in the theater. Remember the theater that I saw it? It was so long ago, that theater's not even there anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And being that I haven't seen it in over 20 years, oh, that's even longer. Wait a minute. No. Close to 30 th years. Th I'm sorry, 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. Just about 30 years. Being I haven't seen this in 30 years practically, man, you might as well have not seen it in a long time. You sure. might as well go in and watch it new. Yep. Yeah. Watch mm -hmm. it fresh. And it was like that, man. <clears throat> It was very much like watching it for the first time all over again. That's you and me, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Corey. Let's yeah. say it. Let's yeah, say yeah. it. Yeah. Candyman. Yeah. Like, Come on. Let's, let's, let's do this, this, this thing that everybody yeah. told us not to do. Yeah, this is me and Chris. <laughs> hey, before we go to the drag club. club. Yeah. <laughs> Candyman. <laughs> now you say it. Now you say it. <laughs> before we go out to Boys Night at the Gay Club. <laughs> To go meet Domingo and his new man. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and hang say, out with him. Say it five times. Mm -hmm. Candyman. It's just a story. Candyman. Candyman. Just a ghost story. Candyman. <laughs> now, I want to talk about this because at the time... When I saw this movie, even being the young lad that I was at the time, I had problems with this film. And I wasn't as crazy about this film as other people are. Now, that's not to say that I didn't hate it, but I know that this movie's gone on to be, it went from being sort of an underrated movie that did relatively well at the box office to being a cult classic to now being considered a hard classic, full, full on. And... But at the time, there were many reasons why I was not as crazy about it as other people. And we're going to get into some of those reasons and see how this movie actually holds up today. And, and have I changed my mind on it? You know, like I said, I'm watching, it with, I'm watching this with fresh eyes, being somebody who's a little bit more mature about how I see movies, a little bit more educated about movies, seeing them today. And so 
in anticipation of the new Candyman coming out, which is a sequel. Mm-hmm. It is, uh, they say it's a more of a spiritual sequel, but it is connected. Yeah. Oh, no, it's just that, that soft reboot thing again. <laughs> no, 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 no. This ain't, no, they're not doing what Suicide Squad okay. is doing. Well, there's di- Suicide there's Squad. direct characters okay. from the first one yeah. coming over to this one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, see how this holds up, see if certain themes hold up, and see if <laughs> the horror holds up today. And let's go ahead and get into it right now. Like I said, I didn't like this as much as many people here uh, because the reason why I didn't find it as scary as a lot of people out there. And honestly, I don't think that the movie is all that scary, really. What I think is working with this movie is I think that it's a movie that smartly goes in and plays on people's people's fears of urban legends. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is we cuz we used to play this game when I was a kid. We go into mm-hmm. the bathroom and you know what it is. Bloody Mary. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You say Bloody Mary five times and Is it five? I thought it was three. Is maybe it, five I think times? three for Bloody times. Mary, five for Candy. Yeah. yeah. That's was it three like, for Bloody Mary? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, Candy Man, why why does it gotta be so many times? <laughs> like after, after you say it a third time, you start to feel silly. Because <laughs> that bitch Bloody Mary got there first. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy bitch. <laughs> because Bloody Mary was gonna have a lawsuit against how many times. <laughs> Man, you can't say, say that too. name. I already did this shit. Find another number. What <laughs> <laughs> is four times? That's too close. That's too close. No, mm-hmm. uh, we can't have that. Shit, I think they want to peep the court one time. <laughs> <laughs> the defendant. <laughs> Bloody Mary. <laughs> she said she said her name three times first, and then she would come out. <laughs> the plaintiff. Ah, <laughs> uh, whoever's who. Uh, but, nah, man. Uh, you know, Bloody Mary was something where you would say the name Three times she would come out. And, man, that scared people already. So it was not a new game. Candyman sort of took that legend and ran with it and created his own mythos, which is, which is cool, which is cool. But I think a lot of people are already scared of that, of that urban legend of Bloody Mary anyway. And I think playing on those fears uh, helped people kind of expand their fear or cross it over into this movie. Uh, that's not to say that is that is bad. And here's what I'm going to let everybody in because everybody's thinking like I'm criticizing. No, you know, the, the, the reason why I think that that's cool is because I actually have respect for the first Candyman not relying completely on horror. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got a lot of gore. It's got a lot of horror. But, you know, it's got a lot of themes. And so... You guys are probably thinking that I'm like going to come in and talk trash about this movie, but there are a lot of themes in this movie that are still relevant today. Sure. Of course. Social cultural segregation, mm-hmm. racism, yeah. uh, over-policing these areas. Yeah. Um, these are themes both explored, obviously, in this movie and in the original um, short story by Clive Barker, The Forbidden. Yeah. Which examined that, instead of in Chicago, Liverpool, England. Yeah, oh, yeah. Really? yeah. I, I had read that. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, this is this has some really straight up great social issues that that crossed over to today, uh, as most horror movies that I remember today do. Sure. You know, a yeah. lot a lot of great science fiction and horror. We always say that the best ones. Some of the best ones. You know, I won't say all of them, but some of the best ones. They're saying something about society. They're re- a reflection of some of our problems in society that we don't want to address on full yeah. full on. So it's easy to do it with aliens or robots. Uh, it's horror creatures. It's also a good way to make your property memorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, true. Uh, now, I'm talking about this is this is the uh, this is the white Candyman. Now, understand why I say this. I understand why you're saying it. 
I get it. Listen, and I and I respect it for that. Mm-hmm. One of the things I like about this is that listen, a lot of people don't know this. Uh, they, maybe they don't see this, but this is where I look at it. This is a white savior movie. This is and this is this is and it's not just a white savior movie. Yeah, it's yeah. not just a well. White, I mean, I guess. Well, well yeah. no, it's not. It's a white savior movie. But what I love about it. It's a white savior movie gone horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll agree to that, yeah. So wrong. <laughs> Back you bitch. <laughs> yeah, man. Normally, normally I would find it a problem for a white woman to go into the projects looking to get the scoop on a lynched black man while trying to save a black baby. And this chick tries to pull it, and that shit goes so wrong. <laughs> you know, and I look at it, and I was like, it's like... I don't know if the movie meant to say that, but I look at it that way where this woman goes in and this whole thing, uh, hey, look, pun intended, that shit backfires on our ass. Yes. Heavily. And, and, and the reason why I, I love that is because, you know, a lot of white savior movies, the savior is presented as a hero. Mm-hmm. Sure. And also in most white savior movies, the savior they aren't risking that much. No. Yeah. They, no. they just happen to be, okay, they're not an, an asshole like the other people. And they, they put a little effort into it, but they're never really in danger or, no. or even that put out by it. No, no. But here. Yeah. She's risking her, her life, her reputation, everything. Although, uh, she's also trying to save her own ass, too. Yes, yes very much so. Yeah. See, this is why I say, white, the, this is the White Saber movie where they pulled the curtain back on the White Saber and said, this bitch is wrong. Don't get fooled by this. Yeah. Don't don't get fooled by the, by 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 this uh, this nobility of her coming in. It is not about the goodness in her. What is really cool about this is that this is uh, this is pointing out. What really resonates to, today with me is how it points out uh, how we draw poverty lines, mm-hmm. and you know, especially between black people and the elite. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that that still exists today. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that still exists today at a time when today we still don't want to talk about these things, and now we see it even more in print being told to us. And our face, people are actually in arms about it, saying, "I don't want to talk about this shit because," and I don't want to look at it either because it makes me feel bad. <laughs> and that's comfortable. And and, I, and no bad. Yeah. I don't want to feel bad. <laughs> I want to enjoy my money by having looking at you poor negroes over there. Um, so Helen is played by, uh, played by a beautiful, uh, 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 what's her name, Virginia Madsen. Yeah. Who, yes, that is Michael Madsen's uh, sister. Uh, gorgeous woman too, man. Especially then. She's mm-hmm. a yeah. prime. Yeah. And, she, yeah. and she looks so much like Jillian Anderson. Yes, yeah, she does. Wow, great comparison. Yeah, from, yeah. The, from the X-Files. Yep. Yes, she does. Mm. And she, uh, yeah, she looks, actually, she looks beautiful today. But she plays Helen. And Helen She's a grad student, and Helen is, I guess she's writing a thesis or something on urban legends, urban horrors, and, you know, the whole thing with this is self-serving, which we will get to in a little bit, yeah. but it's self-serving in a way where she's not some villain here who knows what she's doing. She still thinks she's got some, you know, some virtue with what she's doing. It's that, it's that uh, ignorance. 
that she's unaware of what she's actually doing and uh, exploiting these people for her own gain. But she thinks that, no, this thesis is going to be read by everyone. It's going gonna, it's gonna to cure the world. It's going to help Cabrini Green. It'll be great. But And that's that, I think that's what the movie showcases so well. And her fucking high society friends who are just like, oh, yes, you're doing the Hookman story. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Fucking British dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, you know, she's, she's very guilty yeah. of this, man, because... Yeah. She's never had to look at the poverty-stricken lives of Cabrini Green. And just in case people don't know the story of Candyman, Candyman is the legend that takes place in the now demolished projects of, Cab- of Cabrini Green. That was in Chicago, right? Correct. Yeah. 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 So Cab- Cabrini Green was gone in 2011. So that was a real uh, housing project. Um, and in the movie, there's the legend of the Candyman. You know, that's the, when they say an urban legend, they talking about real urban, like an urban, like a, like projects, <laughs> like black urban legend out there. The urban and the urban yeah, legend. Yeah, he should do, yeah. <laughs> he that. is the black Bloody Mary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she, and so she, she's going in there to talk about this urban legend for her thesis paper. And the thing is, she goes there, even though, and, and what's, what's worse about it is that she, she's not going in completely ignorant. She's not going in cold. Thing is, in her research, she knows all this history, all this shit about Cabrini Green. She knows that Cabrini Green were these apartments where, oh, this screen's going to be funny, y'all, but you don't have to look at it that way. Uh, Cabrini Green were these apartments where uh, they were built like just like the condominiums on the nice part of town, over in Lincoln Park. These condominium towers, they were built the same, except they are just in two different zip codes. And Helen knows this, man. You know, she's, uh, she, she even kind of, she even kind of has a lighthearted, almost giggly conversation about it with her friend when she's telling her, oh, look at the research I found. I live over here in the nice shit, and can you believe that this is the same thing as those pieces of shit over there? Helen, this is sick. This isn't one of your fairy tales. A woman got killed here. That's not the half of it. Now that's Cabrini Green. Not that you'd recognize it today. Yeah, no kidding. I won't even drive past there. Heard a kid got shot there the other day. Every day. Okay, now look carefully at this. Light skins ass will be saying that shit. What happened? Is that? Oh shit. What happened? Um, are they talking? Are they still talking? I think they're still talking. It was, it was no sound. They, you would at least hear the papers rattling. They got really serious. They're like, yeah. look at this. <gasps> oh, shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Newspapers. Oh, you know what? This they're is why I can't stand this player right here. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Oh, people, this would be... I don't use this player a lot, and this would be the last time you'll have to hear this, hopefully. Oh, no. uh, don't hate the player. I hate the game. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna hate that player. I'm gonna hate, I'm gonna hate that player. Fuck I'm that hating the player. player. Fuck that player. I'm hating the player so much right now. <laughs> oh, let me let me try to upload this again. I hate this fucking player right here. In the game. <laughs> All of it. All of it. Let's try this one more time. I don't know what happened to this shit. Uh, open with. Oh. Oh, let me see here. All right. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I think I got it. We'll see. Now, that's Cabrini Green. Not that you'd recognize it today. 
Yeah, no kidding. I won't even drive past there. Heard a kid got shot there the other day. Every day. Okay, now look carefully at this picture. And then this one. She's right here. <laughs> no. That's not Cabrini Green. That's this building, Lincoln Village. My apartment was built as a housing project. No. Yeah. Now take a look at this. Awesome view, right? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty goddamn good. <laughs> you know, she's like, literally like that. Take a look at this. See that shit over there? <laughs> That's like me, except dirtier. <laughs> you know, um, that's that that you know. Looking at that, she knows the history. She knows all of this. It's not like she's going in completely cold when she's going over to that Cabrini Green over there. Uh, you know, and what's cool is that what now. This is what I like about this movie. And I don't even know if they meant for these kind of connections to be made, but there are little subtle things that you can make connections with on your own. Uh, you know, while she's in this nice building, she's in this nice community. Little does she know just how connected that makes her to the Candyman already before his black ass even showed up. (laughs) (laughs) It's even the, so in the movie, there's this whole legend about how the Candyman killed a woman in her apartment because he crawled out the mirror. That woman's apartment is the same as hers, I think. If you look at the bathroom, yeah, yeah, yeah. she so, goes in there. There's even a big mirror right there in the corner. There's even a big mirror. And if you, well, now that we're talking about mirrors, if you really want to get crazy with it, now this is where I might be full of shit. I might be reading it too much. I, I will say that. But, you know, when she goes to Cabrini Green, she crawls through the mirror. She goes into his shit. You know, she's, she's trespassing in his territory. His domain. His yeah. domain. And then when she gets home, he's like, well, fuck it. I'm going to cross over to yours. You want to yeah. play? So there's all this connection between her, just where she lives. This whole thing of this whole history before the Candyman even shows up, man. And I thought that that was pretty cool of the movie right there. It's very subtle. It is you very subtle. You might miss it. Yeah. This is a, you know, this is a movie that I give credit for. Like I say, it's a, it's a lot deeper for a lot of horror movies that we see with gore levels of this kind in the film. Uh, also, again, I don't know how much the movie is really playing on this. I don't know how much the movie is really realizing this, or maybe they are. But there's still a statement to be said about it with cultural appropriation going on today and how that's a big thing now. Yeah. Uh, this shows how people sometimes now, you know, like I said, some things she knows what she's doing and sometimes there's a level of ignorance there. But it shows how sometimes people unwillingly or willingly uses black culture for their own gain right here. Well, it it, it does that thing that, that, that it goes on all the time. But I remember it being a really big thing in the 90s would be for somebody new, young, some young person to mm-hmm. suddenly discover an obscure to them a blues musician and be the one championing them. It's like oh, yeah. it's like like uh, like Quentin Tarantino was was big on. Look what I discovered. Look yeah. what I discovered. It's like the shit already existed. Look at, look at all these black exploitation I discovered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but I brought it to the mainstream. It's like yeah, but the rest of us already knew about it. Yeah, you're not. You're not I mean, if you're saying that you're you're putting it back out there, that's fine. But stop saying you discovered this. Well, what she's doing here is that she's uh, going in, and you can. There's a scene here where she tells 
she tells you know she's over there with her little snobbish elitist friends and professors and, mm. and shit yeah. and she's and she's you know and she gives away that I don't give a fuck about really getting this history out there I don't care about these people these black people over in Cabrini Green my thing is to make a name for myself and also stick it up the ass of this pompous asshole over here so how are your most beautiful graduate students getting along Trevor tells me you've been dabbling in my favorite subject. Well, I can't wait to review your data. I think I can fit you in tomorrow morning. We're not ready yet. That's precisely the moment at which I can be of greatest assistance. Before you disappear down a path to academic Bolivia. <laughs> I think I've been there. Actually, Purcell, we're about to bury you. Yeah, you ain't laughing now. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to go back to teaching yeah. at Hogwarts after this. <laughs> you know, this is her. When she has to go over to Cabrini Green and take this legend, even with people being scared of this, she's appropriating that culture. She's going to take it. She's going to put it out there. She's going to make academia out of it. And then, you know, it's going to go all to her. She's going to be the person that put the legend out there. That discovered it. That yeah. discovered it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Should they even have... <laughs> Man, they have the whitest of white dudes. Before she discovers it and puts it out there, they got the whitest of white dudes explaining the legend in the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, he yeah. Looked, <laughs> and he says that he's the one giving us the origin. Well, if you're after the hook, man, Helen, you really must read the paper I wrote about him 10 years ago. I mean, you do know the story, don't you? No. <laughs> You know nobody likes that guy. Yeah, yeah. Why are you even hanging around with this dude? They just feel intimidated. Yeah, he might as well just follow with you, dumb bitch. (laughs) 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 And you married this stupid hoe over here. (laughs) I mean, mind you, she's comely, but beyond that, she has a brain in her head. I mean, that fool didn't, he laid that shit on thick. Like, half that shit ain't even real. I know. <laughs> he just put it out there just to let her know, you you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> then how are you going to bury me? I like the way her husband Even her husband is like looking at her like, yeah. Husband. See, you, you, you stepped in it. Yeah. There you go. Get yourself out. Good luck. Yeah. Her husband do do shit. Yeah. What you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, he's been like, yo, man. Be cool. That dude like his hype, man. Then how are you going to bury me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby, how um, you going to bury him? We're waiting. <laughs> I mean, shit, you already dug a hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, that right there is how the conversation starts. But then he goes on and, like, start telling about the... Uh, about the Candyman, and you know, instead of getting the, instead of getting the uh, the nice shadow puppet presentation like we're getting in the first movie, it's just a dude just sitting over here explaining, man, what the what the legend is about. Shoes after the Civil War. Candyman had been sent to all the best schools and had grown up in polite society. He had a prodigious talent as an artist. 
and was much sought after when it came to the documenting of one's wealth and position in society in a portrait. Why well, was in this latter capacity that he was commissioned by a wealthy landowner to capture his daughter's virginal beauty. Well, of course, they fell deeply in love and she became pregnant. Hm. Poor candy man. father executed a terrible revenge. He paid a pack of brutal hooligans to do the deed. They chased Candyman through the town to Cabrini Green, where they proceeded to saw off his right hand with a rusty blade. You know, I'm surprised he just didn't pull out Another a pipe in the middle make. of this whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about the Candyman. Yeah, man. So, in the movie, appropriation is a big theme, whether the movie meant it or not. I mean, you got a woman who's who's seeking that story for her own gain. You got a guy who already got the story for the for his own gain to the point where he's telling us about it and being smug as fuck while he's doing it yeah, too. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> the landowner paid a pack of brutal hooligans. Rap scallions chasing after him down the road. <laughs> Goddamn hair don't help. Yeah, I no. know. That mane of hair. Goddamn extensions he got. <laughs> Shit, he even appropriated the weave. <laughs> um, you know, what? And what's cool about that is that a, a, a good way to look at this is that while this woman goes to Cabrini Green and continues the cycle of appropriation for this urban legend that exists mainly with these people, but these people don't ever get their stories heard because the police don't go there, the media doesn't cover them, unless there's something real juicy with violence going on, no one listens to their stories, she takes it out. And now she feels like people are gonna listen. A way of thinking about this is that, in a way, the Candyman is the horror of the poverty-stricken people of Cabrini Green that continues to follow her, that won't let her look away, that won't let her go away with, uh, you know, doing this peacefully. It's something that she's paying for her appropriation, and also she can't do this thing of easily turning her head on this and going back to feeling good after she's written her paper and gotten all of her academic academic accolades from everybody. I got them shoes on, man. He <laughs> looks good, and those, man. And those pants, I mean, Candyman was fresh. They give you that. Coat. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> she like, oh, fuck, all right. <laughs> That's when you know you're guilty. <laughs> she looking around like Stevie Wonder with them shades on. Said, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> There's no Helen here. <laughs> <laughs> Mi nombre is Isabel. <laughs> Helen. Who is that? I don't care what color you are. Anytime there's a nigger on the garage looking up in the sky, 
breathing like that, get in your car and drive. Exactly. <laughs> Shit, if any dude, if any yeah, colors yeah, in the garage I mean, looking yeah. like that. Yeah. But especially yeah, black that. dude with a big ass print dog. <laughs> it's 90 degrees outside. He's wearing a pimp coat and shit in the garage. So I'm like, <gasps> yeah, and that pose there like, just goes. <laughs> no. Uh, Plus, gonna... you can't see where his hands are. Yeah, exactly. going to start monologuing. Yeah, get your ass in the car. <laughs> mm-hmm. Run his ass over if you have to. <laughs> Tony Todd, six foot five. You ain't running him his ass over. <laughs> <laughs> He'll just stop the car and rip you out. <laughs> yeah, it's like a moose. Yeah. Stop uh, it with his hook. Uh, yes. <laughs> <coughs> oh. Uh, you know, it's it's a very interesting take on a ghost too. Yeah. Because what's what I <laughs> what I like about the Candyman mm-hmm. is that he don't want to just haunt people he don't want to just possess people he wants to frame a bitch <laughs> he yeah. know he he, 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 yep. he, he kills yep. motherfuckers and leave her covered in blood <laughs> then he's <laughs> he's, he's the kind he, of ghost where like I'm not gonna take responsibility for any of this by no, the way this is on you no no that's something I greatly appreciate cause all, all these modern ghosts all they do is just keep little, the little things yep. fucking with people mm-hmm. and then yeah. finally kill them I was like why don't you just do that in the first place and stop bullshit no where he is like I'm gonna set you up <laughs> and I'm gonna walk away and I'm gonna do it in such a way that when you try to tell people, they're gonna think it's gonna you're be crazy. crazy. No, he, what this man, what I love is, he will murder. He will murder everybody but you. Leave the room covered in blood. Leave your ass soaked in it, and then leave talking about I'm out while leaving damage to the building. So you have to be left with that bill too. <laughs> You can't help but laugh on that. You can see those wires. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Wires I know. right there. They didn't even use piano wire. It was thick ass cables. They got didn't cables. Even, didn't even try to cover that shit up, man. <laughs> <laughs> and what I. And what I love about it is that that fool is like he did a cannonball out the window. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he was going into it, like he dove off into a pool. I, I mean, shit, it's like he's on a swing. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look great, but I love the idea of it. Just him like, I'm out! <laughs> Just pulling I'm a out. Batman. Not <laughs> uh, clean uh, this shit up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't help that she has a penchant for picking up murder weapons. Oh, oh yeah, all the, time. All the time. He plans it that oh, way. Wow, that knife is covered so, in blood. <laughs> I mean, fingerprints, what, thumb, forefinger, middle finger. I love finger. that shit. I'm going to murder everybody in this room, and on top of that, you're going to pay for this fucking window, too. <laughs> They'll never know it's me. That's right. <laughs> I didn't kill her, this guy right here. And plus the window, you know, it was a flying black man that went out there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Bring your ass over here. <laughs> Sure, flying black man, that's right. Yeah, he did the cannonball out the window. <laughs> Please, tell us more. But she, in turn, becomes like the residents of Caprini Green, where, you know, they try to report all these things. They call 911, no one answers, no one believes her. Yeah. Just like no, them. No, you know, that's what's cool about this. Mm-hmm. I, find it, <laughs> I find it more frightening that the ghost wants to frame her because that's some petty shit humans would do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's, Candyman's very petty. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, man. You know, the, what, I, what, I, what, I, what I find amusing here is that she is... Let me see if I can find this here. I forget about it. She, she I'm not going to go waste time trying to find this. She is the... Uh, she is the... the what, what, he, what he sees her to be as the the reincarnation of his old his old lover, mm-hmm. and he thinks that 
she's responsible. What well, seems like a loving relationship, I don't think that's the case. I think he's like, you know what? I got in trouble over your ass. I got lynched. I got bees put on me and stung. They stung my ass off. And now I'm going to make your life hell just like mine. Except it's, where I had to suffer for like maybe an hour or less, I'm going to drag this out for days for you. I mean, that sounds cool. That's just not how I saw it. How'd you see it? Because uh, that was like when I talked about my problem with it, it was like, man, this all this racial injustice was done to him and all these social things you're talking about. And he comes back and... He starts out with that agenda, but then later he's just like, "Man, this white girl is hot. I, she's gonna, you gonna be with me. That's all I care about." Like he abandoned all the rest of that. Just like Helen, be mine. You coming with me? That's all. I, that's I, I'm. I am setting you up so that nobody else can have you. You, you, you abandoned by everyone, and you, you and you gonna be with me. You gonna be my queen. I think it's it's a combination between both your points of view. Where it's like he does have a infatuation <laughs> with this woman who believes is the reincarnation of his lover, but it's like I'm gonna mess her life up so much that she's gonna want only me. Only you got, you oh, got, no yeah. one, no, no, no one's gonna believe you oh. or want you, and so I'm all you got. So come on, let's let's oh, open yeah, mouth no. kiss of bees. Actually, I think in the end he wants her because yeah. the thing is you will be mine, but I think he wants to punish her before it's done. He's like you know, in death we'll be together, but to get there you have to suffer. Just like I did, mm-hmm. you, you know, <laughs> like somebody, but like but somebody chess, he put some pimp shit on her, you know. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna get in your head. You gonna feel what I feel. I'm going to get the, I'm gonna get the one hand up on you, so that even in death, you gonna know who the real G is. You gonna know, <laughs> you gonna know who's running shit. Um, but you know, and and because I also feel like she deserves it too. I think that she, again, with her going in and being insincere about her. Are, she thinks that she's doing something noble, but she's doing this for her own self gain. But she also she gets to a point where she look. You know what's gonna happen when the Candyman show up. Candyman just show up and just. I mean, he's he's there to do one thing. He ain't there to fuck with anybody. He ain't there to run. You know, to, to scare people and chase them and do jump scares and all that. If you're in the room, he's gonna kill you. Yeah. yeah. That's a, he's one of the most straightforward ass <laughs> ghosts and That's slashes I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he don't, you know, uh, and she knows this. She tells her psychiatrist. She, the psychiatrist is like, I, <laughs> this guy. This, the psychiatrist is like, I don't believe you. And the only way that she feels like she can get away is if she calls the candy man up because she says, I can prove it. And she knows that when she gets there, he's going to slice this dude up, man. And that dude got it ooh, bad ooh, in this. That dude, yeah, ooh, I felt that. Like some prison rape shit, man. Yeah, yeah. No, he starts with the ass. Yeah, he looked like yeah. yeah. You damn right, he starts with the ass. <laughs> I don't think with his hook. No. Nope. <laughs> well, you know that guy was being smug too. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't deserve that. Like that. <laughs> he didn't, he was, that's a little too Even for what she's doing, she doesn't deserve this. <laughs> no, she. Yeah. Uh, you know. I mean, uh, look, look, look. Maybe she's doing some cultural appropriation and she's being naive or insincere that is not warrant she, having your no. life destroyed and people around your best friend killed she don't but she fucked with a ghost so you know hey that's what <laughs> they're a little extreme yeah, this, this dude didn't know nothing about a ghost that man was doing his job hey, she told him you in the fucking nut house and you got a chick strapped to a chair talking about yeah there's a pimp ass black dude going around with a hook slicing people up of course you're gonna be like the fuck out of 
here no, crazy. No, you would, but you're not supposed to. Yeah, with your patient, you're supposed to indulge them somewhat to try to get to reach them so you can pull them back. But he's running the men and going like, girl, I ain't, ain't nobody buying this. What, 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 now what kind of shit you talking? Yeah, because uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no. I would too. You know, all all the sudden. I don't, I, I don't go for these shenanigans. Yeah, that's, that's probably his like 10th crazy person that morning. He's just like, man, I want to go to lunch. Yeah, well, <laughs> all right, fuck it. You turned know? out she wasn't crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no? Not at all. He misread that one. I feel and, tickle and, down and there. And you got a degree in this? <laughs> yeah. I feel bad for that dude, though. Started with his ass and went up. It, it's a bad way to go. A lot of the the deaths in this movie, either how they're, like, they're described, especially like one earlier in the film, when it's, for the most part, like the movie, yeah, it's a horror film, but it's more like an investigative drama for the mm. first 40 minutes. And there's a story about like a mentally challenged kid and what the candy man supposedly did to him. It's horrific. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. With yeah. the, the general mutilation. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them seem to be like sexually based. He made sure to get some blow in that ball spot, too, right oh, there. Yeah, he did. Yeah, a little, a little bit of that pitter-patter right there. <laughs> yeah, the, the Candyman is just horny. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no doubt, yes. Every death that he does, <laughs> 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 uh, 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 <laughs> shit just makes him ejaculate. Yeah. Every death he does, uh, 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 <laughs> shit be, be, be dead. He's still on the body. Uh, uh, uh. Hold on, don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody say, rest in peace, George Costanza. <laughs> <laughs> poor man's <laughs> Serenity now! <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> That's funny. I hate Seinfeld. <laughs> Especially your character. <laughs> Damn. What's that last one? He's already dead. <laughs> 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 oh, <God>. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I, yeah, after what he does right after that, I laughed. I was like, "Come on, Candy Man, you you ain't right for that." <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> I mean, I know killing that guy is pretty bad, but what you just did is fucked up. <laughs> he killed that guy like, well, gotta go. <laughs> Oh, oh no! I, oh. I mean, when he when he cuts her loose, oh just yeah, just to go like. By the way, you did this. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, they'll yeah. know I, I I didn't do it because I'm strapped in. <laughs> oh yeah, about that. <laughs> click, click. Well, good they, luck. <laughs> well, they never gonna believe this, are they? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Her expression. Yeah. Are you fucking huh? for real? Yeah. <laughs> Christ. Uh, we'll stick around, but it's lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> Come back. Come strap me back in. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Let me see here. Hey, he, uh, that was one thing I do like about the candy man. What I do think is frightening with him, you know, outside of him just being somebody who frames people for murder, uh, the straightforwardness of the character. I was saying he's the, he's the the most efficient slasher I've seen. It's like I like because I like the way he thinks. Like shit, you know, you know what I do? I I kill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit, if a motherfucker's in the room, I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm. That's that's my job. Oh, 
Yeah, you know what this is. Yeah, you look come on, girl. Now you know. I'm sorry you had to see that, but I like you ain't screaming because you know what was about to happen. Straightforward, man. He looks at people like, now come on. You heard my name. Show another hook and shit. Yeah, yeah, it's me. <laughs> and leaves ass on the floor next to that dead body. <laughs> no, I like that, man. Like that a lot. Uh, you know, now here's where I had some real problems with the movie. Given the period that this movie's in, I. You know, I I I know I understand. I'm not saying that, you know, this movie shouldn't be seen or I'm having a personal grudge against the movie. Not not at all, because the movie was made back in nineteen ninety two. But those things still don't translate today. And given that we have advanced so much, the problems to me stand out even more than they did back then. Because I had a problem with this movie back then. And I told people the years I had I've had a problem with this movie in this way. But I get you know, it's a product of its time. Don't really give it a complete pass for that because what I don't like here and what I meant by no black people, yes, there are black people in the movie. You know, this is a movie about an urban legend in the projects with a white savior, even though she gets what kind of is coming up to her uh, or she gets a comeuppance. I have a problem with the portrayal of black men in this movie. Like they're non-existent except mm. for to be intimidating figures in the film. Listen, I don't want to interfere with your business. I'm not a Backwards caps <laughs> and leather and everything. I'm from the University of Illinois. Um, I'll just get out of your way. Hey, you come going? on, let me go. Look, you're not being very smart. My colleagues know where I am and they're expecting me back. Now let me go. I hear you looking for candy, man, bitch. You found him. You know, and this is a time when people were saying, man, I know, I know things are getting better, but I'm still seeing there's so many more roles for people to play these stereotypical characters, our types, these stereotypes, and, you know, drug dealers and hoodlums. That's, that's, I don't, I think, you know, when I said black man, I'm talking about young black man. They had one older black dude, which, you know, older black men are not as threatening <laughs> as, as, uh, <clears throat> as younger black men. Um, they have the the. This is funny because this almost looks like the audition for the movie right here. Oh, oh you're yeah. looking for Candyman, bitch. Step back. Number four, step forward and set a line. We hear you're looking for Candyman, bitch. <clears throat> step back. Number five, step forward and set a line. We hear you're looking for Candyman, bitch. That was brilliant. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I rehearsed this all week. <laughs> Hoping to get the inflections and tones down of that character and the nuances. Uh, yeah, you know, I, 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 as, as someone who lived through this period, was getting into movies at this time, and saw how people like me wanted things to get better beyond images like this. This is, I did look at this movie at the time. I was like, well, yeah, of course, there we go. Uh, yeah, it's, real, it's still rough for me to watch this and be like, yeah, this is a movie that I can watch all the way through without feeling something. That is not the case. I'm still getting, I still get a, 
you know, I, I guess a little uh, agitated. No, not even agitated. Not mad. I just feel get a little, a little saddened oh. watching that. Yeah, you know, because I, okay. you know, like I said at the time, I would. This is discussions I would have with people back in 1992, and people are like, "Wow, why are you reading so much into this? Just enjoy the movie." And now today, we're repeating these same things, echoing these things that I tried to tell people back in the day. I remember having an argument about Disney with people at the studio I worked out. Like, I'm not crazy about the Lion King. Well, why not? Well, besides, I don't think it's. I think it's a little overhyped. It's not my favorite Disney film, but I really hate when Disney wants to cast white characters as voices and main characters, but bring in black characters as side characters, and also to add soul to the characters they have to sing. Ah, you're just reading too much into it. All right, whatever. So looking at this takes me back to when nobody cared about this shit. Nobody would listen, but you know, whatever. Uh, interesting casting in this movie. I was surprised at the beginning. I forgot that uh, Ted Raimi. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. Sam Raimi's uh, brother little was brother. in his little brother. And it's funny because Ted, uh, Ted Raimi, it's, he's so goofy to me. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, him, him trying to be the sexy bad boy. You're like, uh, you know, okay. I, I, just, like, <laughs> I was like, this girl must be a teenager. She thinks that this dude is a badass. Always kind of had the hots for Billy because he was like a bad boy. And Michael was, you know, he was just so nice. So anyway, she decides that tonight's the night that she's going to give Billy what she never gave to Michael. Have you ever heard of Candyman? What? His right hand is sawn off. He has a hook jammed in the bloody stump. You're like, you're making my dick soft as hell right now. <laughs> is this foreplay? That, or? That's that whole, all right, dude, you're about to get some. Just listen and smile yeah. or whatever she says. <laughs> Until she starts sawing off your right hand. Candyman and amputations. <laughs> Block it out. Right. And smile. Yeah. <laughs> Just go with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll see. <laughs> help me. Help me. Help you. Help Just, me. Just keep slapping it down there. <laughs> <laughs> Stay awake. <laughs> I'm not. Hey, look, I don't think Ted Raimi's ugly either. I know somebody says he's ugly. I don't think Ted Raimi's ugly, man. It's just that I've seen him so much as a as a goofball. As a goofball, yeah. man. It was hard to see him as anything else. Yeah. Plus, he ain't no teenager either. Yeah, uh, that too. I mean, that's a, that, I mean, in the 90s, they're casting 35-year-olds and 17-year-olds. I mean, yeah. They were doing that or for maybe a long time. He's a straight-up yeah. predator. In this <laughs> Could be that, too. Yeah, he's 35. Yeah, he's still hanging out the high school with yeah. leather jacket like he's Fonzie. <laughs> I actually think Ted Raimi's a good-looking guy. I just, you know, it's hard to, like, flip from that to go sure. to this. Of course. Because you were even telling me that Eddie Murphy was supposed to play The studio Candyman. wanted Eddie Murphy to play Candyman. Really? That was their first choice, but um, he was too expensive. And yeah. uh, they eventually wanted Tony Todd, who was desperately trying to be cast. He wanted this role really okay. bad. Um, it's funny because people, because your first thing we think of Eddie Murphy is Candyman. It's, oh, it's ridiculous. You're talking about. He uh, was adamant throughout the late 80s and up to the 90s of being in a horror film because he was a fan. Sure. And that's how Vampire in, in Brooklyn, Brooklyn happened. Yeah. And he wanted to make yeah. it a straight horror movie, which Russ Craven's like, but I have Eddie Murphy. We're going to make it a comedy. And they were constantly butting heads throughout production. Yeah. Like, I it think Eddie, like Eddie Murphy's a handsome guy, but. I say you got to work your way into that, man. You know, Tony Todd works because Tony Todd already had an affiliation with horror. Because uh, the, the Night of the Living Dead, the remake, yeah, yeah. It came out around mm -hmm. that time, too, I think. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe. Don't quote me on that. But, I mean. Yeah, it was 1990. That's right, 1990. So, Tony Todd, he's already affiliated with horror. He's more intimidating. Uh, Eddie Murphy, I'm not saying Eddie Murphy couldn't do it, but you, I don't think you can come right off a of comedy. Sure. And go right into being the main mm -hmm. figure in a horror movie. Mm -hmm. You could be a side character, yeah. you know. <clears throat> or maybe it's so good you can. Anything's possible. But I'm just saying that was a better choice well, than Tony Todd. Also, yeah. with, with Eddie Murphy being expensive and being Eddie Murphy, 
everybody would go to see an Eddie Murphy movie. Yeah. And this mm-hmm. is not a Tony Todd movie. It's a Virginia Madsen movie. Yep. <laughs> with with Candy Wow, Man that's a great point. Happens yeah. to also be in. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. Some other uh, interesting casting here. Uh, this is just funny to me. That's all. This this mean not this probably doesn't. This means nothing to no one else. I'm sure. Uh, Gilbert Lewis. You know Gilbert Lewis? No, I do not. You know Gilbert Lewis? Nothing to do. Gilbert Lewis, ladies and gentlemen. Polo Cabrini's locked down. Oh, now. you're very lucky to be alive, Miss Lyle. People are like, wait a minute. Why? I love that why, guy. Why, why didn't you say the king of cartoons? Right. Let the cartoon <laughs> begin. Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, and monster if there is any. Let the cartoon begin. <laughs> he, he was the second king of cartoons. Yes. The first one was Blackula. He's a, a king of cartoons. <laughs> of cartoons. Many regions. And there, there was a coup, <laughs> and he assumed the title. I am now the true king of cartoons. <laughs> uh, the score. Philip Glass is such a great job. Philip Glass, yeah. Philip yeah. Glass. yeah. I'm so glad that they went with Philip Glass and let the director do what he wants to do. Like, again, I, I think this. The, there's couple of things that are going on. The director is, what's his name, Byron? Rose Byron. Byron. What's his name? Uh, you said Rose Byrne. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, no, oh, no, 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 no! Maybe I'm, no, I'm, I'm getting it wrong. No, um, I'm reversing it. I think you're right. It's uh, Byron, Byron Rose. I think so. Byron Rose. Yeah. Uh, Bern, uh, Bernard Rose. Bernard, Bernard Rose. Rose. Bernard Rose. That's it. Bernard Rose, who is, I believe, a white director. Now that again, yeah, he's English. He's yeah. okay. So at the time, you know, you don't get the representation. However. You do get some interesting choices in the production of the movie, like bringing in a, uh, Philip Glass, because anybody yeah. else would try to put in some horror hip hop beat or <laughs> yeah, it could happen some something kind of funky in there. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah, that, it would sound uh, like that people's jazz. court theme was that would sound like that people's court theme. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, but having a uh, having having a uh, uh, Philip Glass come in, man, it does. So we got this guy who's you know he's not a you know he's a he's a he's a a guy from another realm. He's not an earthly guy at all. And that score just made it feel more that way. Now, I'm not going to lie. Since I forgot about this, when I heard this, I thought it was like circus music or something. I thought, no, no. I thought Pennywise was about to show <laughs> Well, it's, it's, it's mostly piano. There's a lot of piano. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah man. thought Organs. that was that was good. Uh, some things I didn't get. Uh, what, who is this kid, man? This kid in the movie. I got to look up the actor's name. Somebody tell me the actor's name. The little kid. Because they had this little kid in there. Cabrini Green must just be a miserable place because this kid this kid never smiles. No. <laughs> they got a kid in here. Does he even have a home? And he just randomly pops up in place. He just <laughs> pops up. It's almost like he's the he's the neighborhood orphan because he's sleeping in janitor's closets and waking up in the middle of the night. Huh? I think his name is Dewan Guy, but this kid never smiles. This kid never, uh, we never figure out who his parents are. We don't know where he lives. 
He just pops. I was wondering if he was supernatural himself. Uh, yeah, That's, exactly. People have, have, have theorized if he's like a an, an agent of Candy Candyman, uh-huh. some like someone who operates in the in the real world form that he takes uh-huh. care of because he keeps the, he keeps the legend alive. He, he talks about Candyman often. Then to give Candyman power, <clears throat> got to talk about me. Yeah. So that's why he keeps him there. Yeah, it's never explained. Uh, I think it should be a little more explained if that's the case. But I like the mystery. But I think I just never got this kid, and he's not. He's definitely there because uh, unless he's some kind of ghost that just sees things and utters his mind and, and you know speaks to us. Because there's that scene when the the, the guy that's a, that that is he's uh, imitating Candyman, mm-hmm. like the drug dealer, yeah. mm-hmm. the gang leader. And he uh, and when he comes up, this kid looks over. He's like. Candyman. So he's living in the real world somehow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at first, I just thought the impression that he was just like, oh, no, this whole time I've been talking about Candyman, I was talking about that gang leader right there. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about the fairy tale shit you're talking about. <laughs> but then I thought maybe that's what it was. But then here's something else I don't get. Why did all these black people just do this bonfire at the end? Did they know? Because they, ne- they never explain how they know Candyman's going to be here. So at the ne- here's a little bit of a spoiler, y'all. I just. You know, bear with me if you don't want to know. He's 30 years old. It's okay. Yeah, (laughs) Should have seen it by now. Yes. So they have a big bonfire set up in the middle of the projects. And it's like they were going to use that to trap Candyman. And I'm telling you right now, I probably didn't understand. I probably didn't see something. But they, you know, it's all these black people from the projects who get together and they burn it down with her in there. Because I guess they know that she's somehow connected to uh, Candyman himself. We must be on our way now. You and I are both. Boy, he better get back from that fire with Jeez, that juice ass curl. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you, <laughs> I don't yeah. know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, we only got so many blankets here. It's too much soul gold, too much soul gold. Bones will soon be ashes, and we shall never be separated again. So he ain't that kid, that kid, that kid, just, kid ain't smiling at all. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I, that I didn't understand too much. In regards to like why they said on fire, yeah, why you know like the whole. Well, I mean, set. well, she's been blamed for the 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 possible, uh, well, definitely the kidnapping and the possible death of the baby. And so they, did they burn it knowing she was inside? I think so. Yeah, but I think the baby's not, inside too. So why would they? Burn they don't know. They don't know the baby's oh, inside. The baby. They just know that she's there. It's like, oh fuck so, it. Right. She got, and of course she she she's out. So therefore, let's let's get some justice for ourselves. So how did they know that she would go to the bonfire then? I, or did they like did they did they build that big pile of trash there? For, I, just that, for that, I, that I, I think that's like garbage day. <laughs> I think they just because the kid saw her going inside there, or he assumed that like, Candyman was going inside there, or he saw her, and so then he told everybody. So he told about everybody it. to decide yeah. to get some. Uh, yeah, let's burn everyone. Because they're throwing all that stuff away. I think because all these because all these uh, buildings or excuse me, all these units are being uh, condemned, and they're removing all the stuff in them. And they said somebody said the kid saw the hook too. Yeah. So okay, Man, so but then but then they, they couldn't have known because when she, I don't think they were doing that to kill her because, as we saw, they help her out because she has the baby. She has, she has the baby. Oh okay, yeah. Prior to that, they didn't give a shit. Yeah, they, they like, oh shit, the baby's there, and then that's when they they put her out. And like, oh, you had the baby. This but she gave the baby. She already Man, gave the sorry. baby. Oh wait, no, she didn't. no, 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 she no, didn't. No. Baby, the baby is yeah. in her hand. She was oh, crawling, crawling out. like a football. Yeah. Whatever that big ass wig right there. <laughs> 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 that that is not her, by the way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Told you, man. He's, he's got the fever for the yeah. chick. Oh, he does. He does. I think he'd still <laughs> want, he want to. Uh, he still wants to torture her. Because I think there's just want to burn alive. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to torture because there's a point where he tells her the pain is going to be exquisite. Mm-hmm. 
That's a that's a Clive Barker thing. You know, yeah. same yep. thing with the yeah. Cenobites and Hellraiser. <laughs> Throw in the damn white woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit. <laughs> I worked so hard. <laughs> this whole goddamn movie, you're taking this shit away from me. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, I, that's the only thing I didn't get from the end of the movie right there. I, so I don't know. I, you know, I just, it was, I was still trying to put it together. But I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like, they, like he probably saw her and. Said, hey, hey bitches out here, let's set on fire. So, uh, I. Or if he only saw the hook, maybe he thought, like Candyman said, yeah, we set yeah. it on fire. These people be- believe Candyman's real. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, I love the scene when uh, the, the one woman, um, the, the janitor or whoever she was, maintenance woman, is talking to Virginia Man. She's saying, hey, can you tell me about Candyman? I'll tell you. Oh, you know, she knows all about it. And that woman comes in telling, she looked at her friend like, why you drag me? Yeah, this yeah, shit? yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, no. I know that scene. That is, that's a good scene. The yeah, actress is good is. too. I think she was in Blackula. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, See, it all circles back. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting things about the movie, though. Before we wrap it up, unless you guys want to add something to it. Uh, no, no. Overall, I mean, I, I, I also love the, the the ending of the film because she becomes the. The next urban legend. Well, I think she that's gets what wrapped he, into it. That's what he wanted. That's what he wanted. Like yeah. that's why he wanted her to go. Through. He wins. He yeah. He wanted. He wanted to torture her. He mm-hmm. wanted to get revenge on her. He wanted to get her back, and he wanted her to be part of the legend. In order for her to be part of the legend, mm-hmm. she has to go through the same Suffer. torment and suffrage that he does. Yeah. yeah so yeah. you know that's uh, something interesting about this movie though, the making of it, and this is something that Kevin uh, Kevin King, our producer extraordinaire, sent to us, mm-hmm. and it's something that I noticed in the movie. I noticed that those were real bees. Yeah, they are. Oh, they are yeah. real bees. Yeah, yeah I was wondering about that. Yeah, no, those were real bees. I mean, no CG back then. Well, you had, I guess, Jurassic Park. No, no, Jurassic Park was not even out at that point. That was 93 Yeah, it was 93. Later. So no CG was going on. And, man, the, the, the practical effects in this, you know, the gore is real cool. You know, I like gore when it's used effectively. But I was more impressed by those bees because it's yeah. one thing to put somebody, you know, cover people up with bees in their body. This fool had to put them in his mouth. Yeah. Yep. There's a, there was a, so how they did that, he wore like a, a, a blocker so they wouldn't go down his throat. Okay. So he had that uh-huh. and he was coated uh, on his face, his entire body basically, and his clothes, a queen bee pheromone so they wouldn't sting him. They still stun him oh. no matter what. Fuck. But, uh, and what he, and he had a special clause, Tony Todd worked this out in his contract. He said, every time I was stunned, if I get stunned, I get a thousand dollars. Nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's worth it. He was out there punching bees. Get mad, bitch. Get mad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but that's yeah, all real right there with the bees in the mouth. We used over a hundred thousand bees on that set. It was all practicals, which is, you know, totally makes a difference. I think I got maybe 26 stings altogether, but they were an essential part to creating the terror for uh, this situation and for the actors and what happens to a ghost if he's still living flesh will he be inhabited by maggots we chose bees because they're just that you know every kid is afraid of a bee sting yeah. <laughs> he's right <laughs> unless you get a thousand dollars for it <laughs> you got twenty six thousand dollars for that yeah. yeah not bad and even like the reveal of just the the meat of his rib cage on the bees living it's he's like a hive too. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, Clyde Barker knows body horror. He does no, very well. well he showcase knew, very well here. I mean, he knew how to, uh, the story's good. I don't know if he would have known how it went to the cinema. Sure, you know, sure, sure. How it would have translated to that, but it definitely did create a great urban legend. Mm-hmm. You know, so people, he's the, uh, uh, Candyman is the new 
is the, is is the new Bloody Mary. Yeah. Like you know, when people people are actually scared to go into the bathroom and say Candyman five times, man. And we're gonna see if that's gonna be repeated with this new movie. Uh, Do the Candyman challenge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> new, yeah. New TikTok Instagram challenge. I think people Let's are do actually it. doing that. Of course they will. Yeah, I, think, yeah, that's they, I think the studio puts that. It's marketing out there. for the movie. Yeah. yeah. Of course it is. And another interesting thing, you know, Tony Todd has always been sort of an intimidating figure. You know, yeah. he was hung out with zombies. He was the Candyman. He hung out with death. And t- you know, told people uh, what death ha- has planned for them. Uh, the messenger, he was kind of the real Grim Reaper. And uh, what is it? Uh, what are those movies? Final Destination. Final Destination. Yeah, 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 that's right. yeah, yeah. He was kind of the Grim Reaper figure in there. Uh, but there was a time, believe it or not, when he was just a man trying to get enough money to buy a taco. Hello, small change, kind of short. Taco Bell, it's just your sword. For only nine I don't know what's scarier. <laughs> Candyman or Taco Man? Six left, you can get lots of great tasting of food only at Taco Bell. He still got on the fucking crazy jacket. He's yeah, still, he got. He still, he still got the straight jacket on. <laughs> like he, maybe this is hard. He just escaped from the middle of Simon and went to Taco Bell. Maybe if I sell them my hand, I can get a taco. Yeah. <laughs> Look at yeah. his socks. It's like. At that point, you know if you got enough yeah. money to buy a taco or not. Yeah. <laughs> Brother, you ain't got nothing. All right. No taco for you. Uh, Goes in there and kills somebody for change. <laughs> and then the legend began. The taco man. <laughs> I only want the taco. <laughs> Food only at Taco Bell. So if you've got some small change just lying around. Oh, he's so happy. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Now no one has to die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no victims today. Yeah, boy. You just saved a life. <laughs> Except this taco. <laughs> hey, <I'm> still hungry. <laughs> yeah. Until tomorrow. Oh, uh, well, folks, there you go. I think that this is a movie that still works today. There are some problems in Regardless of uh, one is is that Virginia Madsen is smoking in almost every scene. Mm-hmm. Well, so much cigarette smoking. Mm-hmm. And what you know what? And we watch scenes here where everybody's smoking in public, man. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, it, yeah. All that at the table smoking there. But this, so I just noticed that throughout the movie, any, anytime she wasn't, her life wasn't threatened. She's somewhere just just lighting up, talking, oh, yeah. smoking all constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess that was kind of more of a thing back then, where smoking gave people. Because I know, like, if anybody's been in theater. Uh, there used to be a time it was I don't know how it is now but there was a time that people used to smoke so much to give them things to do yeah. now it's considered lazy like sure. I, I remember taking a class where they said I don't care what you do but do not smoke if you have nothing to do <laughs> you know I don't <laughs> yeah. pantomime smoking mm-hmm. it's the laziest thing you can go to so I don't know if they just did that to give her a lot of business maybe she's a nicotine freak that's, that's yeah. the impression I got was that she, she just like I gotta have this yeah, because mm. it's because I, I get like in older movies people smoked, but this was excessive. Where I was like, "God damn, girl!" <laughs> <laughs> you know, she still looks good today for smoking yeah, so much. Yeah. You ever seen people that they they look like those oh, ha- yeah. hairless yeah. cats? Mm-hmm. Shit, I saw somebody not too long ago. They they look like those fucking wrinkles puppies. You know, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> naked mole rats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. man. Look like somebody wet a paper bag and that shit was just kind of <laughs> melting. It was like, God Ugh. damn. But yeah, regardless of the problems that I have with this, man, this is a, this is a I think this is still a smart ass horror movie that really does still work today. I mean, that's that's because 
the movie in the beginning had to say something or, or had something to say. It's a movie that was very smart before, you know, uh, you know, th- 30 years before some of the issues that we have are the issues that we still have today. This still addresses those. So, you know, it's a I think it's definitely a product of its time, but being more ambitious with this horror and trying to say something uh within a business that usually when I'm talking about like Hollywood at a time when they normally don't let movies like this be made. Yeah. Sure. It's it's like it's got a lot of that that stuff. It doesn't work for me as well as it does for you guys. I mean I never saw it back in the day where I would have had that affection for it. Watching it, it's enjoyable and I, I do appreciate all the themes in it. Uh, there's a lot of shortcuts going on with the with the movie making. And mm-hmm. just in Clive Barker, I don't know if it's just his his writing and his stories or when it gets translated to films, but I always feel like he's got a bunch of ideas that don't always connect. At least for me, they don't. Like, even with this, it was like, all right, we went from he's an artist and they cut off his hand and put a hook. I get that. But then the whole thing with the bees, too, and then to set him on fire, I was like, well, shit, why don't y'all just set him on fire to begin with? But like, even later when the bees come in, it just felt like, all right, you did mention it, but it just <clears throat> seems kind of random, like like a thing you just tacked onto this, or because you knew you could do a cool effect with it. I, you know what, I I I agree with you, but in a different way, because like I, that's why I said in the beginning, I think that the Bloody Mary legend plays with people before they go see this, mm-hmm. or at least at the time, and it helped make this a little scarier. I still don't think that this is. I think the issues work well. I think that they're there. I think that they. That those are well thought out, but as a horror movie, I don't. I just. I still don't find it scary. But but there's a, the bones of it is is rife for making a, yeah a, a new one where you can really run with it. So I completely understand why they're going with it. Yeah, yeah. I think that the reason why this movie is often uh, forgotten by like a lot of horror fans or people that like slasher movies because as I said uh, a little while ago, Candyman doesn't really feature like the the, the figure himself. Tony Todd's character doesn't come into like till forty minutes in the movie. Yeah. For the most part, it's a uh, investigative drama mm-hmm. where you're just falling for Jim Matson's uh, character as she's learning about this legend and just the environment that is Cabrini Green. That's what it is. I think a lot of people don't like that type of pacing. Uh, and you're like, uh, with, in regards to like the horror, yeah, I, I agree with you. One, it's it, it's dated. You know, yeah. the, 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 the kills are all dated. I mean, it's a slasher film. After a while, it's like there's few, there's few and far between many slasher films that I find scary that mm. any of us really find scary. Yeah. And so, yeah, it just it just suffers from that. And like and it has goofy things like that going down <laughs> the goddamn window. But I, I, I like just the ideas it explores. The performances mm-hmm. are very serious and yeah. they're taking the material seriously. Like and that I'm just I'm really appreciative. And I think that's why I have such the, the, the such a positive opinion over the, over the film, you know, overall. Uh, and that's why I'm very ex- excited for the, the sequel, Spiritual Successor. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and, and I get that. Because unlike a lot of horror movies from that time, it doesn't get goofy no. like, like so many no. of them did. No, I'm kind of caught between the both of you. Like, I like it better than, than what I did when I first saw it, definitely. Uh, and I think it's, and again, I have a lot of respect for it. I have a lot of respect for it. And I do enjoy it. I actually like the movie. I like the movie. Uh, I still think it might be slightly overhyped. Uh, but I see why they, they, they look they, they hit all the right notes they created a, their own urban legend by picking up influence from, influences from, uh, from, from other stories out there and one of the things I like about the movie that I forgot to say I really like the art direction in this man mm. Um, yeah, it had kind of a. I mean, I don't know if this because it's old and the film stock is degraded, but it, it reminded me of uh, kind of a, a '70s horror movie aesthetic. Well, you know, I love some of the things that they do when they go into Cabrini Green and she's exploring, and they have 
graffiti that yeah. looks like the, the Candyman. They have his story written on the walls. I thought there was a lot of good art direction here. A lot, of, a lot of creepy art direction that they did mm-hmm. with the visuals. Environmental storytelling. Yeah. I like I like his domain, the way it looks. I mean, it's it's, it's a condemned, it's several condemned part, up, apartments that have been knocked down, and it looks it looks kind of, it's operatic to me. Mm-hmm. It's like his cathedral, his church, and I really like it. And he has his altar, where he performs his, you know, things yeah. on uh, Virginia Somebody Madsen. in the chat says they really hypnotize Virginia Madsen. Yeah, yeah. I, I they, br- they brought in, well, they, they say that, like, they brought in a hypnotist to assist her performance. And so okay. to make her like you, cause she has that like look and have that, like the light emphasize, like, you know, hitting her eyes like that. And so they said they brought in a hypnotist and she was really hypnotized. But again, that's, you know, okay, yeah. I don't they, buy that. they say yeah. that. They I don't say buy that, that. shit, but I, I know, no, I know. Neither do I, neither do I, but that's, that was part of the production. Yeah. But I do like it, man. I do like yeah, it. I respect this movie a lot. This movie does so much above and beyond what an average horror movie does. And it could be tighter, could be better written, but like I said, hey man, this movie resonates with people for a long time for some reason, and you know that's cool. That's uh, yeah, they they hit all the right notes here. So yeah, yeah. I don't know if I give it a rating today. I mean, you know, it's such an old movie. I guess if I had to rate it again, maybe I'd give it a matinee. But uh, yeah, I, I, definitely a lot better than when I first saw it. Still kind of, I still kind of, uh, I still kind of cringe at certain parts of this too because it's so dated. Uh, but then again, it's a product of his time. You can't help that. Yeah. yeah but what yeah, would you give it do. if you had to rate it? Uh, gosh, I don't know, man. I mean, I'd, I'd probably give it a, a, a high rental, I guess. Yeah. What about Low you? full price. Low full price. All right. Damn. I guess we're all right. I said I was in the middle of you guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Yeah. I know y'all. Yeah. But no one knows me. <laughs> 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 uh all right. What about you guys? What would you give the movie, man? If you've said, have you seen Candyman lately? Are you watching this one to, to get him uh, uh, ready for the new one that's about to come out? Uh, which I think would definitely kind of expand on this and make it a much better film. You can watch it for free on Peacock. You can? Yeah. Really? Oh, that, that's where I saw it. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. What would you guys give the movie? Perfect. If you've seen it recently or if you're a fan of it? <laughs> uh, Jojo Rabbit yeah. kicking Hitler. Taika Waititi was inspired by that. <laughs> uh, a lot of people uh, say, "I love this movie." Yeah. Give it a, some people matinee. Some people say full price. See, a lot of full prices here. I'm actually glad people like the movie, man, because I really do admire this film. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was doing a lot of different things than most slasher films at the time. <laughs> Yeah, and I see it. I see a poll about to happen. If you watch Candyman, the original Candyman, what would you rate it? And we'll do that. Tell you what, we'll let that poll go. We'll let it play out. We'll have some results for you in a little bit. But for right now, let's go ahead and take a real quick break. And we'll be right back. And this will be a great time. Go and do. It's a great time for the great taste of an email. Okay. Gmails, as I like to say. Gmails. Gmails. Where are my Gmails at? Oh, let me see here. I'm getting more reports on the hedgehog of transportation. <laughs> <laughs> Update. Updates. What do we have? <laughs> see here man well that settles that right there 
Hedgehog of Transformation. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Perfect. Thank man. you, Luke. Yeah. For clearing that up for us. Mm. Appreciate that, man. So you didn't mention that girl was blue. Yeah. Yeah, man. I guess I should have done that. Or six inches tall. <laughs> oh, let's see here. Oh, new uh, Daniel. Daniel has a Paw Patrol movie breakdown. <laughs> well, we'll get into that. Wait, did he break down watching the movie? You want to scene by scene? No, no. <laughs> did you watch uh, Paw Patrol? I saw some of it. Uh, I was binge watching. Kev- <laughs> I was going to be like, I had better shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's sort of that. Yeah. Like, like last night while I was working, I, I binge watched uh, uh, Kevin Can uh, Fuck Himself. This is a great show. But they just kept advertising Paw Patrol constantly. It's popular, <laughs> I, was like, man. I was like, I feel like I've seen this now. But then like realized, like, oh, I got some time. I, I've watched about 45 minutes of it before heading over here. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, you know what, if you... If you saw 45 minutes of it, then you saw the movie. You don't know that. You don't know that. <laughs> no, that you, know you don't what? know the story of, of yeah. Chase. He's on the they, case. You know what? That, they know what? Come Martin, on. I'll, you know, he's right. He is exactly yeah, yeah, right. No, no, no. I, right. yeah, my, what about Liberty? You, you know? No, you're did right. she join the Paw Patrol? Or they're like, they, they, nah. No spoilers here. <laughs> I'm not getting spoiled. I'm saying. But well, no, I mean, well, you're right. There's a lot more going on. Liberty is the new wiener dog. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah, she's the new <laughs> newest member of the Paw Patrol. That's right. Uh, let's see here. Corey Bomb Bomb <laughs> says uh, some Candyman trivia. What's uh? <laughs> yeah, why was he know. called Candyman? Uh, the Candyman. Yeah. The, the honey. The, uh, oh, just because of honey. He's sweet. Yeah. Honey. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, they even have parts on the wall. They say uh, sweet, uh, oh. sweet, sweet, or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sweetest blood. Yes. As he says. Yes. Uh, let's see here. What's good, Toasty Man? Got some Candyman trivia for you. Oh, not just for you, for your ass. Cool. That's what he said. <laughs> the hook right up like, there. Like man. Candyman? That's, that's <laughs> like, my ass might know it. <laughs> I bet you didn't know this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, I didn't. <laughs> Fuck you. I knew that all the whole time. <laughs> uh, the gang's been... The gangs in the film were, for the most part, played by actual gangbangers. Hell, they even wearing the actual colors. Wow. All right, let's go see this now. I didn't know that. Oh, let's see here. Oh, you got to give them points for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. authenticity. <laughs> Let me see here. So he says that the gang members in the movie, some of them were actual gang bangers. Some of them are even wearing their colors. I wonder if they actually beat her ass. <laughs> you know what? That was one thing I was like, I got to give this movie credit. Usually in a scene like this, the person gets saved. Nope. Not her. No. Yep. Hell no. It's a chicken. No. <laughs> you know what saved her? They had something better to do. Yeah. And uh, they had uh, another appointment to get to. This isn't smart. So I was like, that was not smart for you to say that. No. Nope. One. It actually got to the point where one of the trailers, well, yeah, one of the trailers got shot up. Likewise, I think one major reason why the film isn't talked about as much in the slasher audience is because they tend to look down on 90s horror. Even though that decade has some amazing horror in the form of Blair Witch, Ginger Snaps, Bride of Chucky, this film, etc. Scream. Scream. I was going to say. Yeah, how does that, that decade get looked at? Uh, well, you know what? It was kind of studio horror because Scream went on to be studio horror. Even though the first Scream was awesome, man. Yeah. I don't care what y'all Everyone say. Everyone copied it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, well, yeah, I know what you did last summer. Yeah. Urban Legend. Yep. <laughs> All those did. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, it was Studio Horror, like I know what you did last summer. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah the yeah. sequel, some of the Scream sequels went off to be 
pretty bad. So yeah, yeah. Scream two was good. Um, some of the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies came out. Uh, New Nightmare. That, yeah, at that time. So which was proto Scream basically. Yeah. Late eighties was awesome for horror, man. Yeah, Hellraiser. Hellraiser. That was, that was you know, Clyde Barker's uh, his directorial debut. Um, that remake of The Blob. Yeah, remake of The Fly. The Fly. Aliens. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Aliens. Action. action horror. Yeah. That's action horror. I say, yeah, I guess it's I mean, Aliens is definitely more horror, but, you know. Aliens more. I always, I've never counted Aliens as a straight up horror. No, I don't movie. consider it a straight up horror, you know. Yeah. Action yeah, horror. but there's enough horror going on in there. People yeah. have things bursting out of them, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> hey, hey, you know, you're scared. Yeah, you're scared. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, you jumped. I, it's just me. I just never looked at it as horror. I always, uh, it was, uh, there's a leftover from horror, but it's because I've seen action movies that okay. do the same kind of shit. Sci fi action. Now yes. They do. Yes. Yeah. Sci fi action is what I would go for. There you go. Now you're talking. Fair enough. What was, when was Urban Legends made? That was 90s. That was 90s, that yeah. Was 90s. That was after Scream. All, all those films all came those after Scream. Offs. Yeah, they're all rip-offs. Yeah, 90s has a bad reputation because would, studios were trying to, like, they were doing straight-up, just milk-toast, generic-ass studio Final art. Destination? When, when was that? Uh, 2000s. That was, yeah. like, 2000, 2001, I want to say. The first one. You say his name five times. In cities everywhere. Candyman. They whisper his name. Candyman. Everybody needs just the right amount of fuel to get going in the morning. For some, a nice McDonald's egg and cheese bagel is just enough to do it. Others might prefer a McDonald's bacon egg and cheese bagel. Or perhaps a sausage egg and cheese bagel. And there are those where nothing will do but a hearty McDonald's steak egg and cheese bagel. Four different breakfast bagels to get you going. Tomorrow morning, give your engine a head start at participating McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Some places promise you a change of scenery. Others show you the world in a whole new light. Take Isla Morada. Between the brilliant sunsets, azure skies, warm, clear water, and endless activities, including legendary sport fishing and diving, Isla Morada will take you places you've never been before in more ways than one. For more about Isla Mirada and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash Isla Mirada.